This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for this awesome episode of Civic View. All my episodes are awesome, but this one's extra awesome because this is the first time I've had the opportunity, I think it's the first time I've had an opportunity to have two um, Crestview police officers on at the same time. Um, Sometimes I've had a police officer and a firefighter. I've had a police officer and some city leadership, or I had two dispatchers on once. Uh, But I haven't had two police officers, I don't believe, at the same time. So that's really exciting for me. And the two officers that I have here today are um, Officer April White. April, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, Gordon, don't get so don't get so quiet on me now. All right, you got all nervous when I hit record. You'll be okay. It's all right. And also have Officer Chris Lewis. Officer Lewis, thank you for being here. I'm just happy to be here. Or I should say, Chris. We we agree. Yeah. I could use first names. All right. <laughs> I, I really appreciate both of you coming in. I know. I know. Believe me, I know how busy y'all are. Um, I know how busy uh, you guys are are right now. You know, we always have this conversation. We we need more police officers. We need more police officers. There's absolute truth in that. That's not just us trying to recruit. I mean, we're trying to recruit. By the way, you can check out our website, www.cfcrestview.org to find opportunities to become a police officer. And we've got some other, I think there's, there might be some other positions that aren't necessarily police that we're hiring for as well right dispatchers. now. Dispatchers. Yep. You have to check that out. Well, we're always hiring dispatchers. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's and an always animal thing. control volunteers. And, yeah. And we do need volunteers <laughs> for animal control. That's right. Um, you can find all that information on our website. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. So actually what we're here to talk about today is something really cool. One program that we've had for a while. Some people uh, who listen to this on the radio may know about it. Um, uh, And some people may not. And then a new program we're actually introducing real soon, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, And it's it's, uh, cool. So we're going to talk about those. Um, I want to say real quick before we get into that uh, to my uh, special listener that never misses an episode. Uh, I, you know, I, I want just want to tell everybody I got that text message. So they're, they're still in the clear. So we'll test them again on this one. Um, but, uh, that's a little inside joke for the people to listen to that. They're just like looking at me like, what is this guy talking about? Okay. So hey, there ain't nothing wrong with having loyal followers. <laughs> All right. Just tune in every time. It's funny. I'll tell you who it is when we get done. You guys will laugh. It's pretty funny. Um, so, uh, so these two programs, right? So, uh, there, one is called please be kind. Mm-hmm. And um, the other one is called Are You Okay? And those sound pretty simple when you say them out loud, and that's part of the idea. But the programs themselves are actually they're really cool. There's a lot of thought that's gone into them, and I think they're great services for the police department and for us to offer as the city as a whole to our citizens. Uh, so I actually kind of want to I want to start with um, Please Be Kind because I think we'll probably spend a little bit more time on that one because it's a newer program and it and it affects more of our entire community. I think mm-hmm. in general. So, April, why don't you tell me a little bit about what Please Be Kind is? Well, Please Be Kind is a program that we've, there's quite a few people at the PD who has worked on this together to try to bring it. Uh, what it is, it's going to be a service provided to the citizens of Crushew that uh, could help in a critical situation, whether it be a call to a home, a car accident, 
anything to deal with the public, and it's all it affects all ages, and it can be anybody with any kind of uh, medical disability that would affect any first responders' response to them, whether it be police or fire. And it usually goes with like uh, the communication. It can be a mental disability. It could be a limitation physically. So what happens is uh, we have this program that you would enroll in, and it is voluntary. You don't have to. There's a lot of different options with it as well. You can keep it uh, private. Like we have little decals that will come with it once you enroll the member because it's a membership and it is free to the public. You can have it on the vehicle that would allow alerts to any first responder that gets on scene. And it has the Please Be Kind logo on it. Uh, and and you'd put that on like maybe like uh, on the front door of your house or screen door of your house or something like that? Doing or the or houses, not doing houses, just vehicles. It'd be the vehicles okay. for right now. All right. So, so ignore that first part I just said. <laughs> so, so it's a decal that will go on vehicles for now is what the plan is? Okay. The plan is is for vehicles first, and as uh, Chris was saying, it can be optional for the house. Okay. Um, we try to, we always want to value people's privacy. Sure, so, I, and I get that, and that, and and when you have that sticker in your window, maybe you know, I, I understand mm-hmm. that, and and we and we'll, when we talk about are you okay, that's that's something else as well that mm-hmm. you know we don't want to get anyone, to, we don't want to make anyone a target or anything like that. Exactly, and some people are a little bit more private with you know the th- medical service things that go on in their family. Uh, so that's why it is optional. Uh, but the point of it is that, like it goes on the vehicle. We're looking to have it on the driver back window. So the driver's side back window. So when a firefighter, EMS, even EMS, if they do see it or mainly for like firefighters. Sure. And police, I, I imagine this will get shared with yes the sheriff's office also. And, and um, you mm-hmm. know, they may not directly participate in the program but we'll make them aware of the yes program. it is going to be in a we're hoping to actually be able to implement all everyone well, that involved. would be really awesome yes because like myself i serve the citizens of crestview but i don't live in crestview i okay. live out in the country okay but my family and i visit crestview like there's no walmart or anything where i live at i mean i'm looking to have a gas station so we travel to Crestview on a daily. You and a lot of people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's there's why I always a... say there's Crestview and we serve our citizens, but we also serve the surrounding community. Exactly. So, but what they would do is they would enroll in this membership. And again, this is going to be strictly private within our database. Right. So, so I got um, the ways, the way that you enroll right now, is it email request and then we send them the forms? Is that how that works? You could do you could download the form through the website, which would be the org, or you can pick up a form if you don't have internet access from the Crestview Police Department. You would fill it out, but it would need to be turned in in person okay. at the Crestview so Police Department. So you have department. to turn the form in in person. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we talked to Lauren, mm-hmm. our victim advocate, mm-hmm. and she is working on an online form okay. for those that you know like just can't get to the PD mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, we're working on doing it like uh, Walton County Sheriff's Office does theirs all online. Yeah, you we, just we can it. do that. That's a, We can do a forms thing, and I, I can get that set up. That's not a problem. We can figure out how to make that work. Y'all are already Robert a step ahead then. figure out how to make it work, I'm sure. Um, I know right now he's rebuilding an entire section of the website for you all, for Crestview Police Department. Oh, nice. So um, he's been working on that for a while, and I'm not sure when we're going to get ready to fully launch it. But I'm sure we'll I'll, – I'll put this in a different section, um, but when it gets – Eventually, it'll be within the police department section, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but you can do it in person there at the at the uh, Warriors Hall building, whatever you want mm-hmm. to call that. You know, the municipal building there on Stillwell, 
or um, you can visit the website and get the form, download it, fill it out, and turn it in. Now, let's talk a minute um, about um, who who qualifies. Like, we weren't going to get specific, but I do want to mention some things. You know, I know that. Um, so, what what does this mean? How's this helpful? Well, for someone that has a physical disability, you know, maybe you can't get out of the vehicle that you're mm-hmm. in because some people can drive a vehicle, but they can't necessarily get out of the vehicle yes. real fast or you know, things like that, or maybe you're, um, uh, hard of hearing mm-hmm. and someone may be speaking, you know, telling you, asking you questions and you can't really understand them. And, and, you know, so you, you, you want to know that. And so, uh, also, like you said, we, you mentioned, um, uh, you know, autism would be one. Um, then you have mm-hmm. some of the, um, other types of mental health disorders like schizophrenia and some other things like that, where, um, these interactions could be stressful, but it's helpful for you all to know, ahead of time right so while there is a sticker this information also goes into a dispatch system so if there's a call and you are able to identify the person or the vehicle if they're tied to the vehicle things like that you'll you guys will be able to have that knowledge when you approach so that you can uh be prepared for that interaction and we we that way you feel safe our citizens feel safe every, i mean that's what's important right that's what's most important yes always. we want everyone to be safe and we want to be able to serve our citizens the best that we can we don't want to make it stressful for anybody else right. including ourselves and we don't want to misunderstand anybody either yes um i'll use a personal you know example i was explaining my son is autistic and he does not speak so if someone were to approach him and ask for his name or anything like that he will not answer and if he gets too overstimulated between lights, sirens, noise, he'll cover his ears and scream. Well, for someone who doesn't know my child or know, say they're not used to being around anyone that has that's on the spectrum, period, they're not going to know what's going on. Right. And with that information, you know, say when this becomes active and he's in the system for us, our dispatchers will be like, hey, you know, this subject has this, this and this. That way they're like, okay, this is something that he does. This is normal. You know, this is what we can look for. Find other ways of trying to communicate with him. Sure. And then, and then Chris, you mentioned before we were recording, you mentioned that we have some officers then that we can all, you guys can call in in those situations too. Yeah. They're, uh, they're called crisis intervention training certified officers. Okay. And they're, and they're just, they've got some special training, additional mm-hmm. special training to help them deal with some situations mm-hmm. that aren't mm-hmm. like a standard interaction with a citizen. And, and so, yeah. you know, I, I imagine with the right one, some officers may get one call and then they may say, okay, this might be a situation where we need to, you know, make that call and have one of those officers come and, and mm-hmm. assist. Um, because like I said, you know, we, we just want everyone, <laughs> Tim, I want to just say this, Tim makes this, it's not a joke. He's serious when he says this. He says, when you come pay your water bill, we want you to be satisfied with your customer service. And when you get a ticket, we know you're not going to be happy about it, but we still want you to have that to be the best experience of getting a ticket you've ever had. I can laugh every time he says it. I mean, this is a serious matter, but but the idea, the understanding of that is still there, right? Like we, oh, yes. whether it's me, whether it's you, whether it's fire, whether it's finance, whether it's whoever, we're civil servants and our job is to serve the citizens that live within our city and the ones in our surrounding area and that and we all take that very seriously and this is another i think a really 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 fantastic way um for the crestview police department uh, anyone else that participates in it or dispatch center you know uh, to be able to serve our citizens on a level that we aren't currently doing but we're always looking for ways to to do that right um mm-hmm. especially you know one of my passions and one of the reasons why I do this job is because I want people to think about Crestview differently. 
and and things like this these are the things that make us stand out these are the things that make people think about us differently these are mm-hmm. the places where we lead we lead the county and mm-hmm. and so despite all of that propaganda that I just laid on everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really feel that and I really mean it when I say it right mm-hmm. and so this is this is a great opportunity for that so the information I do want to uh, uh, say this you know stress this the information is is protected. The information yes. stays in a protected mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. It's not something that people. Yes, we are subject to public record. This would not be. This would Mm-mm. be protected information that is not a public system that's accessible to everyone. Um, and again, you don't. You can ha- use the sticker, but you don't have to use the decal. You mm-hmm. can be in the program and not put the decal on your yes. car, or your home, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Because when they when they figure out when they run your plate, they tie it to the car or some mm-hmm. other kind of way, they identify you. Mm-hmm. You know, then then we we have that information and we know that. Yeah. A specific example I like to use for this program, which is why why I I got so involved with it, was uh, I worked at another agency. We had a similar program, and we had a situation that was a rolling domestic, and we didn't like we just thought somebody was beating somebody up in the front seat of a car. Well, I found the vehicle. I turned around when I called, when I pulled the vehicle over, I ran the plate and then I got an alert from my dispatch saying, Hey, they're part of our program for that. And I was like, Oh, okay. So before I even got out of the car, I already pulled up their information and looked and saw that there is an autistic 18 year old associated with that vehicle. His triggers are, uh, you know, if he doesn't have his stuffed animal to cuddle on car rides, he gets upset and I was like, oh, okay. So when I walk up to the car, like mom obviously had been hit, but they had forgotten his stuffed animal. They were on the way back home to go get it. He was freaking out because he didn't have it. So in that situation, we knew, okay, he has a mental disorder. There's no need for us to take any type of criminal action against him. Right. So we just need, I just pulled a stuffed animal out of my car and gave it to him so he could cuddle it until we could get a, uh, until we could get everything figured out. And then mom, uh, mom was able to go home or get dad to bring another stuff, his actual stuffy that he sure. loves more. And I got my Alabama elephant back <laughs> so that I could have oh, it. Lord. So, <laughs> and, uh, but to me, that was just, it opened my eyes at that time to be like, that was a really good program because yeah. had I not known that, you know, mom could have told me that, but at the same time, like, do it's not documented. What do I do? Well, do I need also to take receiving that information in a, in, in a situation that is, I don't, I don't necessarily say crisis situation, but it kind of mm-hmm. is if you think you're coming up on a domestic violence or mm-hmm. someone's in danger, mm-hmm. or someone's being hurt and you, and you're having these conversation, you're having that conversation in the middle of everything else that's going mm-hmm. on. Right. Cause like, despite the fact that, Sure, mm-hmm. we'd love to. Any of us would love to be able to walk into a, a situation like that and just be a calm, still waters, right? You, when you guys mm-hmm. go on calls, you you're not sure what's happening, you're not sure what's going on, so you you have to be kind of prepared for a little bit of everything. Some of our calls are usually third party; mm-hmm. they're not the right. actual pe- people. I, I would involved. have a feeling that's probably how that one went. Well, that, too, right? that's how it came out. It's yeah. like, oh, this dude's beating up a woman in the right, front seat. Exactly. So exactly. that's what we're thinking. So is thank you getting to the citizen up. who would call and report that because mm-hmm. we don't, that's not mm-hmm. a thing that we mm-hmm. want, you know, well, this wasn't us in this situation, but you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, right. That's what maybe just someone trying to handle a situation that it looks a lot different mm-hmm. from the outside than exactly. the inside. Right. So mm-hmm. yep. th- this is, I think this will be a fantastic uh, tool uh, to, to aid with that. So again, 
The information will be on our website, um, cityofcrestview.org. Uh, the form, you'll download it, fill it out. You have to turn it in in person right now, but I, I promise you we'll get something going so people can do it online as and well. And again, this doesn't. This is not limited to just anybody or like, nope, you know what I mean. It's like any ages and anyone that feels that like if we were to come on scene, a first responder, and there's going to be some miscommunication, lack of, uh, lack of communication sure. or misunderstanding, with somebody that has some sort of diagnosis, whether it, even an amputee, like we were saying, you know, they may need to, yeah. you know, help physical walking. disability yes. as well. Yeah, this is for them. Yeah, so it is not, you know, limited. There's right. endless yeah. possibilities yeah. Would, that could go for anyone. Preface, I mean, even someone who has severe diabetes, even or epilepsy, yes. it would be good to have because, like, if siren, if lights well. trigger their mm-hmm. seizures, mm-hmm. we yeah. don't want to keep our lights on the, and cause the a seizure. The diabetes right. thing would be awesome for somebody to put with this program because it would help us for us to know like, Oh, they are a documented diabetic. So he's not DUI. He's, he's having a diabetic episode. We need to get him medical attention. Or like if it's a wreck and they're there for so long, like we don't want to keep them from getting any kind of insulin that they need. But it's, it's a matter of like, you know, we get a call of somebody weaving all over the road. We get them pulled over. He's having a diabetic episode. It saves us time. If it's already documented, of us going ahead and getting him help instead of us trying to figure out figure right. out what's going on. It's like, on. oh, you're just saying you're diabetic now? Yeah. No, we can say like, well, oh, that, it's documented that could here. Let's be tough too because it if it's the right if they're having the right type of episode, they'll even be their body is literally producing alcohol. So mm-hmm. I mean, they even smell like they've been drinking and mm-hmm. they have a very sweet smell. Yeah, yeah, we've well, we've, it doesn't right. So it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't smell like beer so yeah. like, i mean we've, it's we've more had, specific but. we've had the tra- training for that usually yeah. like we look for when we have trainings for duis especially we go through trainings on trying to defer you know one from the other yeah because we don't of course never want to you know hinder someone's health sure mm-hmm. by trying to figure it out but like as you know chris was saying kind of speed a little bit up yeah. especially this if program would take that step out it's like is he really diabetic no it's documented let's go ahead and get an ambulance to right. him to check him out because he could and, have. And we say that he says he says that with a healthy level of skepticism. Because let's be real, sometimes drunk people who are driving and they're drunk don't want a DUI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes probably <laughs> all of them. So, mm-hmm. and despite as much as most people might say, I would never drive drunk. Some people do it. They sometimes because they they're they're alcoholics. They have a, a disease. They can't. I will say they can't help it. I mean, but they they aren't making good decisions and they do it anyways but then sometimes there are people that have diabetes and they're having an issue and maybe they're trying to get home to get medication or something because Mm -hmm. they weren't able to have it with them or something happened or whatever you know i mean that's life sometimes so it could be a financial issue too as well so Uh, having so having that information um all of it any of it i think like i said i think it's a really fantastic program just to remind everyone it's called please be kind that's the name of the program. I'll be looking for that on our website. I'm sure uh, as we're doing community events, we'll have more information on it as well. Maybe we, next time we do a community event, might be a good idea to have some of the forums there also mm-hmm. so we can go ahead and hand them out to people and talk to them about it. So the other program is one that we've had for a while. Some people may know about it. Some people may not. And that is the Are You OK uh, program. Now, it is actually um, more targeted. Uh, than the other program is. Um, so it's more for elderly people. Is that correct? Elderly or physically disabled okay. people. Uh, we like... So like someone that might be like homebound or... Yeah, somebody yeah. that, you know, is... Doesn't get up much. <laughs> yeah, somebody that's bedbound or, you know, they're not able to move without assistance. This is a program for them to enroll in. Okay, so tell me a little bit about it. So are you okay? Uh, we've had it for a long time. 
but it, we just don't haven't been advertising it. So Officer Anderson, who's our current community services officer, uh, he's been revamping the program. And basically, you would fill out the form just like, well, please be kind, submit it to us. by. We can do it by email. Okay. This one we can do by email, or you can mail it to us, or you can turn it in in person. And Or you can have another family member turn it yeah, in for you. Yeah, or another family member turn it in for you. Uh, Same with just, the other one. Yes. And what it is is uh, specifically for the elderly people, we do a daily welfare check, which is it just means you give us your phone number, our dispatch calls you. And it's a set time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you pick, yeah. they, they pick yeah, the time because you want to pick the time. You want it to be a time where you're going to be available to actually mm-hmm. answer the phone because if you mm-hmm. don't answer the phone, mm-hmm. you're going to have an officer checking on you, right? Yes. Yeah. You, I mean, you can use this as an alarm clock if you want to. <laughs> I mean, I don't care either way. Uh, <laughs> What's that called in the hotels? Like wake yeah, up service yeah, or whatever? Yeah, like uh, I need a wake up call at <laughs> yeah. this time. So you can use us for that if you want to or for your loved one if you want them checked on. Like if you're out of town and you've got an elderly parent and you want them checked on, sure. we do it every day at the same time. Our dispatch that, calls that the they, number. That you select, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll call at the same time that you've picked out. And if you don't answer, they're going to send a police officer out. We're going to knock on the door, try to wake you up. And it does not give us permission to enter your house unwanted or anything like that. It's just for us to, we're checking on you. It's peace of mind. Yeah. And if you go out of town or or, your loved one, if you go out of town or you got a doctor's appointment or something, we just ask that you like, give us a call and give us a heads up. Just like you, just like you let the, if you're going to be out of town for, three or four months, you know, you let the post office know, Hey, I'm going to be out of town for a few months or your newspaper or whatever. You kind of want to do that same thing there. Cause you miss it. <laughs> There's going to be some people checking on you. Um, so, so that one, again, the way that one works is it's, uh, you can find the form mm-hmm. online, but you can email it, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to turn it into person and you can do this on your, obviously, if you're going to do this for your mom, or your dad, or your grandmother, or grandfather, make sure you let them know. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, don't, don't do not having an officer knocking at your door. Like we're yeah, not always there for bad news. No, but, but, but that's most usually people, so most people associate don't associate with right. Most of the time, a police officer doesn't knock on your door unless they're looking for information about something that happened in your neighborhood or they want to speak with you. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And, and for an elderly person that doesn't get a whole lot of interaction, having anyone knock mm-hmm. on their door sometimes that they're unfamiliar with, especially if they have, mm-hmm. maybe they have some early stages of dementia, but they're still kind of able to take care of themselves. That, that's the thing that happens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it might be helpful for them to understand, oh, if there's a police officer here, most likely, mm-hmm. you know. And again, this is protected information. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. This isn't public information. And this- something I wanted to stress because it's in red letters yeah. on here <laughs> on the flyer. Um in the event of an emergency, like if you haven't answered after two attempts, we've knocked on your door, you're not answering. Um, we are working on a key box system. Yes, I saw that. Where, That's right. Yep. To where we can, you can give us a key. We will go to dispatch, pick up a key to your house. And we'll go in. And so if you've got an elderly. A, and, you, and that's your choice, whether you yeah. want to participate. You can enroll in that. In you can enroll you can, in this and not yeah. have to do that system. Yeah. But if you want to be a part of that as yeah. well, then you can do that. But that's for your loved one of like, say they've, you know, they fell down and they're, they're trapped in a bathroom where I can't hear them right. hollering. So, you know, you signed up for the key box program. I can go in and go to the bathroom and get, get fire, get EMS, get something to help you get you off the floor or get you some help because that's my biggest fear. I have elderly uh, in-laws that I love very much 
and I'm just scared to death of them because they're very stubborn. They don't want to go get any type well, of no assistance. No one wants to give so, up their independence. Yeah, man, that's yeah. Just, so I'm just scared to death. They're not. They're going to fall and not be able to get up, and I'm not going to be able to get a hold of them. Yeah, and that just terrifies me, and I don't want that for anyone. No, no one does. That even even the even the person that this you know. So I'm not elderly, but I can speak on this because my grandmother was this way. My wife and I took care of her for years uh, until she uh, passed away. But her thing was always, I don't want to be a burden. Yes. And I don't want to have to be dependent on someone else uh, to take care of me, despite the fact that I'd be like, we don't think you're a burden. You know, you've, you're have 80 years old. You've lived a very long life. You've always been very, you know, you've, you love me unconditionally. It's not some big deal for me to be here and, and help you at the end of your life or whatever. But when you've lived 80 years and you've been independent for almost all those 80 years, you know, having to be dependent on someone else is something most people don't they don't want to do right mm-hmm. so and and so um this is a situation where you're not really being dependent on anyone else it's so mm-hmm. it's not a big deal for us to do a welfare call from dispatch or send yeah. an officer by a knock on the door you know just see what's going on if mm-hmm. you aren't answering the a lot phone. of people in our community as well with the elderly they're retired down here that means none of their immediate family is mm-hmm. in the area yeah, so they right. could be states away mm-hmm. So this program kind of bridges that gap where if like, okay, hey, mom's not answering her phone. I need someone to go check on her. Well, this is a routine thing. So however often you want us to, our dispatchers will call. And if she doesn't answer, then an officer will go just to physically be there. Right. Now, within reason. All right. Now, we, mm-hmm. you know, we can't be calling and checking on your parent. 14 times no, a day. This is, yeah, no, this is what, that's the, what this program the, is yes, for. That's what the application, it goes into specifics so with, on when within, it needs to be within done. Within reason. Because I'm sure right, we'll yeah. start irritating somebody, and I don't want to make somebody's mother mad at me. Yeah, right, yeah. This one, you're going to get two phone calls, yeah. and then after two phone yeah. calls, we're showing up, and you're, we're going to be knocking the, on the door. You're the one that, that has to deal with them, not the, the kid that's living But I do know for the members that are already on it, most of them, it is because that they retire down here. Their family doesn't live here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are getting older. So they usually call in the mm-hmm. morning, like when they're getting up and getting ready for their day. Sure. You know, because mm-hmm. I've been sent to some. And it's, oh, my phone's dead. I'm sorry. I'm okay. Let me yeah. call her. She's probably going to be mad at me now. <laughs> or, <So. laughs> or, the poor, or the poor thing will say, like, I don't know what's wrong with this phone. And they've had it on silent and turned yes. it into airplane mode. Yeah. There you know. go. Well, you can <laughs> fix it for them, right? Yeah, that... that I don't. I don't have a landline. I haven't had one uh, for a very long time. But sometimes What's a I wonder if, a la- if I. Sometimes uh, you're joking, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you did tell me how young you were. So yeah, I, I was gonna say ask, you're you the baby not, in yeah. the room. Yeah. But um, but you know, that's this is one of those things that you know. Why do I need two phones? Well, sometimes that landline, you don't really silence it or anything like that. So I don't know. I mean, I don't have one, but uh, some people still do. Um. Yeah, so okay, so we're we're just about out of time here. We need to wrap it up. Um that went really quick, right? So that's because we got some really great things that we were talking about here and we got going on. Um again, the the welfare check one is the are you okay? Um you can find that information on, on our website or the please be kind one. Um don't kill me if you hear this and you go to check and it's not there right this minute. I'm sorry, but I swear it will get there as soon as I can put well, it. Well they there. can always call. <laughs> And yes. speak with somebody about it as and well. That, and that's uh, that's that's the police department. Um, who's who knows the number? Either one of you. A five zero six eight two two zero five five. That's right. Good job. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, yeah. So 
they they can give you the information. You can, you can always stop by. Again, you can stop during Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, you can stop by. Um, and you go walk in the doors. Warriors Hall is right in front of you. You hang a left right there. Uh, you go into the... Um, I don't know what to call that. That's that's our lobby. Yeah, yep, the lobby that works. The lobby there, and, and you the can lovely speak with ladies at and, records would be that's more right. than that's the help, that's, that's help the you. records division that's right yeah. there behind the glass. So they can they can help you out with that information, and then you'll see us at some places talking about it too. I'm sure and giving out uh, information on it. Um, I want to say uh, f- thank you so much, um, Officer White, Officer Lewis. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I know you guys are super busy, so um, I, I do. And I also just want to say I really appreciate what you guys do for our community, both of you, all of you, all of the PD, all mm-hmm. of the fire, everyone. Um, as I was telling y'all before we were recording, I don't want to be a police officer. So I'm so glad that there are people in our community that do want to be police officers, and they take it very seriously. And things like this are the things that are that that prove how much you care about our community and i really appreciate that um and our citizens do too and i i hope that they tell you that besides free chick-fil-a <laughs> yeah. I, I love this city i'm just like. gonna make a note about i'm just gonna make a joke about nate real quick i see nate getting chick-fil-a all Jeez. the time no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, my metabolism is not nate i would be like my shape would be round like <laughs> right. i have to work out <laughs> real quick before we get out of here i'm gonna do what i always do so john feeney you can stop listening now that's a direct shout out to someone who always says i listen until you get to the part where you start talking about how government's important because i know that government is super important and local government is the most important thing that affects you on a daily basis i promise more than more than uh dc ever will your local government affects you so let us know how we're doing let us know what you like what you don't like come to public meetings hit me up at pio at cityofchristy.org let us know we want to know i promise i say that and i mean it when i say it thank you everyone who engages with us civically um whether it's here on the podcast or over the radio or if it's just on our social media or if you just send an email to the clerk sometimes i really appreciate that thank you to waaz wjsb for getting these out on the radio on saturday mornings um 7 a.m that's bright and early but for some people they've already been up for a few hours so i really appreciate that also um and yeah i think that's pretty much it and uh be safe crest you and thanks Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.